We're popping our pussy. We're popping our podcast pussy right now. Here we go. Okay. What were your highs and what were your lows of this week? Oh my. Um, I would say my highs were the tacos I just crushed from Chipotle. Delicious, nice. yes. And got a pedicure. So my feet look and feel amazing. She was really nice too. Oh. I know. Good. That makes a difference when they're nice. Right? Hmm, what else? I had another one. But of course I forgot it. Um, well, it's kind of both a high and a low. I have enjoyed fighting with people in our comment section, but it's also a low that we are getting so much hate. Yeah, but also fuck them. Right. I actually was telling Brian that like when I took my nap, because it was, anyways, I guess this was a moment because I was like, when I woke up from my nap, I was like, you know what? The internet's like a dream. It's not reality. I was like, a dream can be powerful, a dream can influence you, and, you know, there can be repercussions from a dream, but it's not real. Like, the internet's not real. And Brian was like, oh, honey, you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm actually great, because, like, I'm out and about, and everyone's so nice, and I get compliments all the time, and people treat me like a human, and it's only on the internet. What a weird dream we've been having these past couple days, but... It's not real. It's like, oh, honey, are you losing it? And that's kind of like, that was my low of like having to, the energy of the comments. I have the same low as you was like, got to me for a second. And then I was like, girl, you are so blessed and so privileged. And like, these are children. Like, these are children. No one treats you like this in real life. Like, yeah, I it up, you know, they wouldn't say that stuff in person either. That's the thing. They, no. they wouldn't say that shit to our face. I was thinking about why yesterday, when you were so upset about it, I was like, why is this, why is this not getting to me in the same way? I was trying to explore that feeling for myself because it would make sense if people are saying negative things to you, it would hurt. And the best conclusion that I've come to so far is that I really have faked it until I made it as far as being like an egomaniac when I was deeply secure insecure inside. Now I actually feel more confident. Power, Hell yeah. The power of positive thinking. Power of delusional thinking. <laughs> the, exactly. The power of delusional thinking, but I love it. I need to get on that delusional level. Yeah, they got me. They got to me for like a minute. And then I was like, it's exhausting because like, you know, it's just exhausting. I even got tired of it. I was like, oh my God, like you guys are all saying the same things. Um, I would say my high would be, I did get in one of those, I got influenced by the influence girlies. They get me every time. Mm -hmm. um, I got a walking pad because it's been rainy here and I don't want to like, when it's rainy during Taurus season, like my Taurus moon is like, we are not leaving the house today. We're going to curl up have a snack take a nap and i'm like well you've walked like 30 steps today so <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe 
we'll do a hamster moment. So I got one of those walking pads and it's literally like in the living room. And like we were watching The Last of Us or something and I was like walking on it. And I was like, this is, I literally feel like a hamster. Like I love it. I like it. Um, it's because it was raining outside. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to leave my house. So when I'm in depressy episodes, I'll just be a hamster and get on my walking path. That's really good though. Is does it like attach? Does it have a desk attachment? No, Brian's gonna build me one because I want to be able to work and walk. Yeah, you know, I want to be able to work and walk, but we haven't gotten there yet. So, um, another high is that Brian learned how to be a little bartender and i'm drinking instead of wine i'm we're gonna get turned up because i'm drinking a woohoo and then he made me it's like peach snacks um you're supposed to use vodka but i'm a rum girly so peach schnapps rum white rum um and cranberry sauce cranberry sauce cranberry juice that would be disgusting sauce cranberry juice so it's delicious and so good for my uterus Mm -hmm. it does sound really good Oh my gosh, it's I, I'm imagining cranberry sauce in it, like from Thanksgiving, like the can just like waddling. Yeah, well, disgusting. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. What are we talking about today in this episode? We are talking about fat feel goods. Moments where you have felt good about being fat or in your fat body, as opposed to when you would feel like shit about it. Kind of like what we talked about last week. (laughs) Yes, yes. We are recovering from the fat phobic episode. That was a super heavy topic and it was really heavy for us. Um, But luckily we're finding more people on TikTok in our community. So I've followed, we've both followed some really incredible creators. Um, I commented on one of them's posts today. I don't remember their name, but their content was amazing. So luckily we're finding our people. Um... But this week, it's just going to be the feel goods. So let's go ahead and get into it. Do you want to start? Haley, do you want to start with some of your feel goods? I could do that. I was looking whenever I got into the outline, I saw your list and I was like, oh, no, did I do this wrong? (laughs) No, your list is the right list. I was apparently I didn't know what we were doing. So I was like, anything that makes me happy. Like I think that that applies too, though. I was like, did I get too, like, systemic about this? Because my first one is when the waiting room has those extra wide chairs. Yes. You know the Yes. They'll hold your big juicy ass, or they'll also hold your purse. Exactly. Or both. Love it. Or both. Obsessed with it. Obsessed with it. Um, Maybe we should do, like, back and forth seats. Let's do that. Let's do back. Let's do a cute little popcorn moment. Okay. Mine would be, my first one is bralettes that fit and make me feel sexy. Um, Ever since bralettes entered Torrid, I don't think I've worn a padded bra since. I think that padded bras should just be burned goodbye. Um, Because they make me feel yucky. Like push-up bras, like I get it, but because I'm so wide-chested, when I wear push-up bras, I just have to be like, boop, and it's like tits right up here, <laughs> just right yeah. on my throat. They just make me feel good, and then it's just like, it doesn't matter what size I am when I'm yo-yoing. If I'm 
at my heaviest, if I'm at my lightest, like I'm always like, if I find a really good bralette, which I haven't been able to find any in Target, I haven't been able to find any in Walmart or anything like that, but Torrid has some really good ones. Um, so yeah, that's what I make me feel good about being fat. I like it. Okay. I would agree with that though. Like they're ever since COVID started, I feel like I've worn an underwire bra like once a year, maybe twice max. And if I can avoid it at all costs, I will. I actually just got some from Parade, but it's just super comfy and it breathes really well. I felt like the Torrid ones made me like hot and sweaty, which is just very typical for me. I'm out. Your your turn. Your your turn. Hot stuff. Your turn. Literally hot stuff. We've got someone gonna call you out. Hot stuff. You go hot stuff. Your turn. When you're shopping in real life and the store has your size. Yes, absolutely. And whatever you're looking for. <laughs> we actually, we did a questionnaire on our Instagram where, not a questionnaire, but where they could submit um, their experiences. And that was one that we got was, and they didn't tell me if I could say their name or not. So if this is you, put your name in the comments. Um, tell yourself in the comments, but they said being able to walk in a store and see my size, even if it's a plus size store, shopping off the rack is great. Mm-hmm. It really is hard to agree. It's so it's so sad that that's even like, hey, it makes me feel good that this retail store has my size. That that's right. not feel good. Ah, okay. But it's so true. That's why I'm such a Torrid girly. Even though, like, you know, we know. I think we all know that Torrid could improve. But there's nothing like going to the mall or going to a shopping center and them having your size and being like, yay! I can try this on. I do think that Target has gotten better. But I am still very mad at Old Navy for doing away with their inclusivity in the stores. Yes. it That was the best. It was an amazing. Yeah. I was so, dev- like, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it when I saw the online that they were, like, people were, like, when the community was, like, hey, like, towards saying, like, they're not, I mean, shit. When the community said that Old Navy wasn't going to be carrying as many sizes Mm -hmm. in their fits i was like there's no way and then i went to old navy in my town and i was seeing all these like cute dresses and they were they were only going up to extra large and i was like wait wait a second last summer i spent like five hundred dollars on clothes because i was i mean we can that's a problem in itself but we couldn't like i spent five hundred dollars because it was like they fit me like, yeah. the, it was in style, it was trendy, like, I couldn't believe it that I could wear these dresses and they had them in my size. And this year, it's literally dog shit. Yeah. That's, I think my store, last time I was there, I think was last month sometime, and they still have, like, a few random things and, like, an actual plus size 2X or larger, but it's, it's random. Like, some, yeah. like, when I was digging through jeans... They might have like a 20, they would have a 28, not a whole lot in between. Like it was just extremely random and that's not a feel good experience either. Like I was able to find jeans to try on, but a lot of it 
was like, well, I'm going to see if this works. And Great. I'm only like a size 20 to 22. So that is, I don't mean it that way, but like. No, I'm proud of you. That's why I said it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. For context, I, at my, at my highest weight, I was a size 30 and couldn't even shop in Torrid for most things because they don't, they don't even carry above a four in a lot of things. So I think the Torrid could also do better. Yeah, absolutely. For the, I mean, they're supposed to be the safe haven. So yeah, they really could. But yeah, you're right. It's very random. It's not, it used to be every single style there was a 4X and I loved that. I loved being able to go in there and just pick out the same article of clothing that someone wearing a medium was buying. I was like, it, it just made such a huge difference in my life. And I I missed that. I it, I was very disappointed. That's definitely not a fat feel good. No. Um, you know what is though? When I see back tattoos on fat bodied people mm -hmm. i post on my story a picture the meme of those two bumpers really close and i was like i'm this close to scheduling just like a major back tattoo i mean like neck down expensive and painful i know but the tension between us is ah, so hot i'm about to get off Sorry. Oh, it's like I look at I look at my credit cards and I look at my artist and I'm like, mm -hmm. should. <laughs> Anyways, so when I see larger people with back tattoos and pictures of larger people with back tattoos, I'm just like, oh, like I, it's like it just the serotonin and dopamine that hits my brain is just like sends me. So yeah, that's on my fat feel goods list. Love that. I feel like. There are a lot of placements aside from a back tattoo for me that is like it feels good. Like your sternum, your your stomach tattoo is not something that, you know, like 10 years ago, big people would try typically try to get. I remember whenever some of my friends when we were younger, I wanted like a rib piece. And one of my friends was like, oh, I could never do that because my stomach is so big. And that just, in hindsight, like, that's really sad to think. Like, it's it's just skin. It's a tattoo. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a tattoo venue. Do it up, shit. Cheers. That's so. right. <laughs> My next fat feel good would be when your friend remembers your seating preferences at restaurants. Oh. Like, remembers that you don't want to sit in those shitty outdoor chairs. I still hate them. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And does it, you know, some people don't like to sit in booths and obviously we can keep our own selves in mind, but it's nice whenever you don't have to, you don't always have to advocate for yourself, you know? Yeah. It's nice I mean, to let someone else do that. Absolutely. Because if they're right. Right. I mean, if your friends know you and like you accommodate your friends and your friends accommodate you. So um, that's always a great feeling. Like I... I'm a booth girly because I like the privacy of a booth, but I do like that Brian or, you know, people that I'm with, they tend to like look at the table and the gap of the booth and they'll be like, hey, like, let's push this back. And I'm like, yeah. oh, thank you. You know, because like it's exactly. embarrassing. It's so embarrassing when you don't fit. And then 
to have the people that love you and support you be like hey like or let's sit outside and because they have like actual metal chairs that are welded together and you're good girl like it's like yeah like you know <laughs> exactly that's nice that's nice it's yeah. like nothing worse than a booth that's too small it's so uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable because like you want to be a booth girly you want to be a booth person you don't want it like i one of my like anxiety trigger points is having to sit at a table in like the middle of the restaurant where your chair is back to back with another chair because like as a larger person i'm like oh no like you know it's just i hate it i feel like i'm on display um and and i know that it's like just my anxiety doing that but i hate it so yeah that's definitely a fat feel good for sure for sure one of mine i'm like popcorning my own um i would say where when a friend will post me i think that that's on yours too um yours is better though um can i read it like can we share this one sure yeah okay because i like it was because i like when you were like when my friends want me in the photo instead of just being the photographer I can't tell you how many times I've been with people. I mean, I even did this in Costa Rica. And they were very loving, of course. But I was like, hey, like, do you guys want me to take photos of you? And then that was, like, my way of, like, warming up to ask them to take photos of me. Because people don't know your anxieties, right? People don't know your anxieties. Your anxieties, your triggers, like, aren't necessarily someone else's problem. So they don't know that I'm scared to ask them to take photos of me, right? Because, um, mm-hmm. like, we just met. So when I was like, hey, and I was like, I volunteered to take photos of them because the lighting was just perfect. Um, and then I was like, hey, like, do you mind taking photos of me? And, like, Brian, um, who is just, like, my entire heart, um, shout out to Redleaf Ranch. I think that's his... Isn't that his instagram hold on I, this is important this is important for the context hold on whole heart doesn't know the instagram handle i know sam okay homicide a double double homicide okay so i was taking pictures of brian who is like my whole heart i love him he is at red leaf ranch and i was taking pictures of him he was having his like instagram model moment because he's just fucking stunning and i was like hey do you mind taking pictures of me and he was like he got the angles baby he was like work the pussy like the lighting yes (laughs) like he gave me the exact same energy i gave him and i cannot express to you how much that felt to me and then he like posted me on his instagram and i was just like oh should we run away together like are we not (laughs) that's so great though even even like putting the same energy in that's yes. like a whole other level of awesome because there's absolutely people even it doesn't even have to be about like a a weight thing like they just don't care the same way they don't put that like, effort in they'll be like okay click you're done and it's like how did it look all right i guess <laughs> yeah like why are you here why are, mm-hmm. like i love like i don't i don't know like i love those partners that are like they know their partner's good sides and their partner's angle like the instagram husbands you know or instagram boyfriends that they used to call them like i kind of love that because 
sometimes you need someone that's like, oh, no, babe, like, turn this way, like, do this, like, you know what I mean? Like, put your shoulders back, because right now I'm rounding them, right? You know, they're like, put your shoulders back, and look, you know, and it's like, yeah, you need that energy. So, yeah, that's definitely a fat feel good. Sorry. I kind of combined ours, because yours was better. Okay. Yours was the best one. Thank you. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. Yes. We're number one. We're number one. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. All right. When you see family for the first time in a while and they don't say anything about your appearance, amazing. Incredible. It. I mean, it's the best feeling when you just. Home. Oh. Yeah, that's the best. I don't see mine nearly as often as you, as you see yours, though. Even though I see mine, I didn't tell you. So, Carolyn and Tate's wedding was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I love you guys. And I was their officiant. So, I was in this, like, really pink dress, as you saw. My hair was done. And I was just like, yay, you're so pretty. Um, Beautiful. Thank you. I went to drop off my dog because my mom was pup sitting for us because it was far away (laughs) and i see i saw my mom on wednesday i see my mom all the time um yeah i got a yeah you look really pretty why didn't you paint your toenails what people are checking out your feet at that level like they're kind of low-key weird to do that in public there were eight people in attendance to this very private, very loving, intimate ceremony. And I knew that going in. Like, why didn't I paint my toenails? Because, ma'am, I didn't think about it. But thank you, Triple Libra, for pointing that out. That makes me feel fantastic about myself. So, yes, when you see your family for the first time forever and they don't comment on your appearance, that's a miracle. That's a, you have captured a moment in time that is magic. Yeah. My mom has like, my mom has like six Libra placements. So it's, it's truly a miracle. It it is. All all the love to my mom. But there is, you know, the the Sagittarius's and Libras are just very different in terms of their taste and like what they like. So there's that at play as well. But she has some yeah. exacting standards for how she thinks things should look. Yeah, Brian and I both are Libra sons. And, like, you know how I am about my house. Like, the Libra has oozed off when it comes to the presentation of my home. The, you know, I like to be the funny one. Just like, a, I think that's why Sagittarius and Libras get along so well. Because we are very similar. I just think that Sagittarius's tend to be like, it is what it is. Like, I am the moment, so you accept me in the form that I am. Because this package, no matter how it's presented to you, is fantastic. Where Libras are like, this package is fantastic. I curated it. Um, yeah. How so how we look right now is it, it matches up with that perfectly. It does. Like I, like I told you, I was like, I'm going to be casual. <laughs> you look yes. amazing, like a model. Thank you. Um. But no, but when you came on, like, you are, you're, like, casual, but you're still, like, I'm here. Like, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm, like, hi. It's, like, 
curated for you. I'm comfy for me. Yes. But we we have the pleasure of viewing you. Like that's so Sagittarius. Like you're like, yeah, I'm here. Like I showed up. Here's your day. I have to be asleep right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Uh, so you look you looked at my list too, because some of yours are mine too. And mine were here first. Okay. But that's the thing, like, I mean, I'm looking at your list and I'm like, hmm, looks awfully familiar to my list that was here first, but cool. So, all right. So I will say the last two, the last two were inspired by your list, but I'm not, I'm being a hundred percent for real. Everything above that was copy and pasted from the email I sent myself last night at midnight. Okay. All right. And I was just a little, a little loopy. A little loopy a healing moment indulging in a healing so you can uh pause you can cut this little tidbit of what i'm about to say but i wrote this one with you in mind when you set a boundary about food and diet discussion and it's respected yeah you know i know it's super important to do that though yeah all sass aside it is like because it creates a healthier relationship with you and the person that you're putting that boundary up and it does make you feel good it makes you that person then becomes safe and i feel like you become safe for them too so because everybody has insecurities and you know we on this podcast talk about our insecurities and we give you the fat perspective but at the end of the day like we are just two people and every single person has an insecurity has that internal voice that is holding them back, creating a narrative that isn't true in their head. So when you set that boundary around that insecurity, which for us is food and Mm -hmm. the discussion of diets is a discussion of our bodies. Like, hey, like you, if you want to maintain a relationship with me, you do not get to discuss what I'm putting in my mouth and what my body looks like. And that's it. And I love you to death. We can have a very healthy relationship. And I will not comment on the same. You know? And it just is amazing when it's respected. Um, Sometimes they're going to waver, you know, because they have their own internalized stuff going on. But for the most part, it does create such a healthier relationship. Such a healthier relationship. Um, I actually was, we were, we went to IHOP today to eat because my husband what did I have? There was a larger female presenting person that was sitting in a hoodie, like a zip-up hoodie. Um, and they were younger. And I could, like, I'm in this dress today where you can, like, see my tummy. And I got me um, these little Sunday pancakes that has, like, little ice cream, little sprinkles. Because I was a good girl and I went to the doctor today and my labs were good. And I was like, yum! Uh, so I was like, a treat for me. And I was eating my little pancakes and I was so happy. And like I saw them see me like doing my little happy dance and like they could see my tummy and my tattoos. And I watched them unzip their hoodie. And I was like, I'm going to cry right now. Like, yes, yes, babe, unzip your hoodie. Like I'm over here eating what putting in my body what my body wants. These pancakes are not going to make me. I'm not going to gain a pound from these pancakes. They're just, they're just two pancakes. Like. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. No bad selfie. That's so beautiful. I that's that's the power of 
just practicing self-acceptance. People see it. It's like a ripple effect. People will see it and be like, maybe I can get there one day too. Right. That, that's why I hug that random person, you know? Me too. That's been the whole journey of like me putting myself out there. I've noticed that the people I'm around, you know, especially the people I'm closest with, they're like, oh, well, like, I'm going to wear that too. Like, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to treat my body like shit and I'm not going to talk to myself like shit anymore because I'm seeing you not do it and you're healthier. And I'm like, yeah, like, we spend so much time putting ourselves down for, for fucking what? Like, right. No. Enough people don't fucking like us. I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm going to be in my fucking corner. So, so let's see. Blah, 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 blah. I would say when one of my fat feel goods is when my husband loves on my body. Um, especially the parts that I don't like, like you said, same, same, bro. Same. Um, oh yeah. It's like, at first I didn't, at first I literally almost didn't get with my husband because of the stereotype of a thin lanky man with a larger woman i was like i'm not gonna be a joke bro so i literally like almost didn't get with him because of that and then i know I, wait I, I, yeah what's what's the stereotype is that the that he doesn't really like you i don't know if i've i don't know if i know that one it's that they're it's you're a fetish oh yeah so okay. i was like i'm not gonna be some dudes like i'm not gonna unconsent it unconsently i don't know i'm not gonna be someone's fetish without consent so i was like i'm not gonna get with you you know because you don't know that this is a fetish um and then it was like it turned out not to be um and then two years later he like stuck around right and i was like all right maybe a little maybe um and he like he does like my body but he likes my body when i'm bigger he likes my body when i'm smaller he just likes to love on me, and that makes me feel so loved in a body that I thought was never going to receive love, that I was told would never be worthy of love. And it's like, no. He's like, "It, come on over here, little lady. Let me rub up on your tummy. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. That's so true, though. I, I think this, my current relationship, well... I don't know why I said it like that. My relationship with my husband. My right now. He, he's going to home after this airs and be like, how could you? <laughs> Shout out to husband number one. Um, No. The only husband I could ever have. But anyway, that is being with Jax is probably the first time where I genuinely felt like he liked my body as it was and it wasn't it wasn't just like he obviously he likes me as a person but it wasn't that he loved what was inside and just tolerated the outside mm -hmm. like he loves he loves the whole kit and caboodle like i fluctuated in size very drastically over the course of us being together almost six years now and after I got weight loss surgery, I was really afraid that, um, I was afraid to become one of the statistics where, you know, the marriage doesn't work out because of it, because it is more of a fetish or, you know, the husband just prefers, you know, prefers a larger body. But he, 
no change. Honestly, I mean, me being more agile has helped things, but he loves my body just as much now as he did at my highest weight, as he did when we first met. And I was actually, my looks have changed a bazillion times. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's so important. And I also think that that statistic is, I do think that a lot of men, maybe not a lot, I think, I do think that some men get with fat chicks and that's how like they would say it. That's why I said it that way. Because like, there's no competition. And so when the fat chick loses weight and then becomes desirable, I really feel like that then becomes like a threat to them and their ego can't take it. So they bounce and they create problems. And then that's where the separations come into play. Um, yeah. Because it was never about the person to begin with. It was about the security. Yeah. Having, yeah. So, having someone to be with rather than picking someone that you really do want to be with because exactly exactly and it's i mean we'll get into that aspect of it more in another episode when we do talk about intentional weight loss mm -hmm. the post-op experience as far as my marriage has went was not 100 percent bump free you know he's a human he has his own insecurities but thankfully we were able to talk about those honestly and work forward and it was never about his reaction to my size it was him reacting to his own anxieties because he didn't want me to leave him right so yeah he's okay with me putting that out there and we'll see if it makes it in editing we'll see yeah. all right it'll be fine it'll be fine so let's finish up here you give your last one i'll give my last one and we will close it out. I think I'm actually, I think I'm actually out of ones. Oh my God, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. We tagged in one, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Um, Let me see. I Ooh, think... Can I do one of yours? Yeah, please. Because I, I hope I'm not stealing the one you're about to say, but a movie or show with a big person that is just a normal character... And doesn't focus on their weight or them being the supportive fat friend. Yes. Love that. Love it. So rare, too. It's normally, like, I'm noticing it more and more in animated movies. Like, mm -hmm. that movie with the red fox. What was it called? Oh, the... Was it Turning Red Panda? Turning Red. I think it was Turning Red. Yeah. Okay. There were, yeah. I think so. There were, like, I think there was two. I think the main character was, like, a little bit thicker than portrayed as their thin body friend. And then I think there was another thicker character. And there were no comments of their bodies. They weren't treated differently. They had the same, like, character arcs. You know, I mean, the main character had, like, you know, the, the arc. But, like... It wasn't like, oh, I have to be, like, the funny fat friend or the fill-in or, you know, anything like that. Like, I love that. I think that's why I wanted to like Mike and Molly so bad when I first saw it. Because I was like, yes, like, a show about two big people. Like, yay! Um, and then the entire show centered around fat phobia. 
and about how like it was just fat it's just fat jokes after fat jokes after fat jokes and yeah you know like mike is the funny fat guy and he gets made fun of and picked on by his friends because like love you bro just kidding and then you know molly's parents and sister she has the hot sister um and her mom is super skinny and they make jokes about what she's eating and saying like oh like you know i left some pie for you and it's like it was a nightmare so it's like i would i love it when i see just like fat people portrayed as people in the media that makes me feel so good yeah so good warms my little heart i also like when there's movies or tv shows that just kind of accurately depict the fat experience um i'm trying to remember i think it's shrill ad bryant's show that was on hulu for a while was so good and it was just like mm -hmm. it was really really good and just very so some of it honestly was kind of sad but i think for a lot of millennials like her experience her character's experience in the show was really relatable and then there was another movie that was on netflix the name's escaping me but it was about a high school girl who was who was fat her mom was played by jennifer aniston and she was actually the love interest. I can't remember the name of the... Yeah. The hot guy genuinely wanted to be with her. Not as a secret. Like, not as a joke. Like, the, I remember watching that and I just fucking bawled at the end of it. Because it was just... Just so different. So different. Yeah, I remember seeing like, commercials for that. And I think it's funny when we get comments that are like, Stop making being fat your personality trait. I couldn't not, mm -hmm. like, make content about being fat. Because even if I made content about tarot, spirituality, yeah. witchy stuff, you'd still be like, <laughs> sad Like, yeah. Like, it's like, we could okay. not mention it at all, and they would still bring it to the comment section. still be brought up. So, like, like, okay. So, I think my last one will be... When I don't feel the need to edit my own photos. Because I was a Facetune girly. I was a photoette. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still will add lashes and I will die on that hill. Um, Really? I don't. Yes. If I don't have. If I can't. Because like, okay. I love fake eyelashes. I If I couldn't get extensions, I would. I got extensions one time. I'm allergic to the glue. Remember, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a horror movie. I yeah. saw one of the uh, worst but a scenario ever. It was so devastating. It was so devastating. So I still want to get them like lifted and tinted, yeah. but I love the way I look with fake eyelashes. So if I try to put on like, because sometimes I'll try to put on fake eyelashes while I'm doing my makeup. And my eyes get super sensitive to even the glue I'm using for the fake eyelashes. So they will start watering and it's yeah. a no-go. I know I can't wear them that day. So I will, like, I will add them on my picture. I won't change the shape of my face. I won't change anything else. But you better believe I'm going to add lashes if I want to because it makes me feel good and it's not altering my body. But when I get sure. to a point, you know what I mean? Like, as long as I'm not altering my body... I still count it as a fat feel good because I used to edit the hell out of my body. I used to edit 
my chin to the gods to where it's like sweetie you look like the joker that's not your face it's not your face you know and now i can't do it like even if i yeah. wanted to because my tattoos right i nip that in the bud so hard because then my my flowers would be all like strut you know what i mean like i can't do it yeah but it makes me feel good it counts and it lets me know that i am further along in my self-acceptance journey because i don't feel the need to absolutely yeah and it's like that i'm counting it going in the books it's counting i remember facetune for sure i I feel like I was never very good at editing, like, how my face looked. So after I botched it a few times, I stopped doing that. But I would absolutely, like, blur, like, my smile lines. I think the most... I've really tried to stop doing it, but for some pictures, I will, like, edit out, like, my skin blemishes. Because if I'm not wearing makeup with my with my rosy complexion, I feel like it's really noticeable when my skin's angry. But I've tried not to do that, too. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, it's just my face. It's just, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's just a dream. The pictures are just dream. The internet's not real. It's a dream. It's fine. Um, and this episode has been a dream that we're all about to wake up from. That's it. Thank you for joining us here at the Plus Size section. I am Sam Rose Realness. And I'm unapologetically Haley. And we will see you next time on the next episode that we are about to film right now. <laughs> it is going to be <laughs> today I fucked up. So catch us next week for those funny stories. Haley has some bangers. And I think I have some funny ones too. So thank yeah. y'all. And we will see you next week. Bye, y'all.